Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim in the name of Allah most gracious most merciful Hajj the journey of hearts written by Muhammad al-Sharif Arafah 10 years after Hijrah the man was standing with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam when he was thrown from his camel the camel stomped and the man's neck was snapped dead bathe his body with water and cedar and bury him with both garments said Allah's messenger do not cover his head nor touch him with comfort for verily he will be returned to Allah on the day of resurrection in the state of talbiya labbayk allahumma labbayk al-bukhari and muslim Amr bin al-As narrates when Islam entered my heart, I went to the Messenger of Allah and said, Give me your hand so that I may pledge allegiance to you. The Prophet spread his hand, but I withdrew mine. He said, What's wrong, Amr? I said, I want to make a condition. And what is that? He said, I said that Allah will forgive me. Then the Messenger of Allah said, did you not know that Islam wipes out what came before it and that Hijrah wipes out what came before it and that Hajj wipes out what came before it? Sahih Muslim The Ultimate Reward Rasulullah may the blessings and peace be upon him said and there is no reward for an accepted Hajj except Jannah what is the first verse that you read in Surah Al-Hajj? It does not speak of Arafah, nor does it pronounce the pillars of Nahr Day. It simply says, O mankind, fear your Lord. Indeed, the eruption of the final hour is a horrific event. On that day that you shall see it, every nursing mother will be engrossed away from that child she was nursing and every pregnant woman will abort her pregnancy and you will see the people appearing intoxicated while they are not intoxicated rather it is the punishment of Allah severe Hajj is not a journey of the body such as one may take to a vacation spot or tourist attraction it is a journey of the soul and heart when one pays a careful eye to the verses speaking of Hajj, they will find that verse after verse concludes with a commandment of being conscious of Allah's presence or a reminder of Allah's bounteous favor upon us or a link between Hajj and the final day. The Destination in the not-so-far-away days of old, whenever a journey was to be undertaken, proper provisions had to be prepared. The deserts were long, hot, harsh, unmerciful. There were no gas stations to fill up with chips and refreshments or rest stops to slurp water from a fountain. In fact, there was not a human in sight for miles upon miles of barren sand dunes. Losing the way meant losing your life. Thus, you had to have the provision with you before you made the journey.
not any provision very much provision that is so enough enough food enough water enough everything to carry you to your destination from here in the verses dealing of Hajj when everyone shall have to make some sort of journey to reach the Kaaba Allah tuned the attention of his slaves to another journey a journey every soul is traveling whether they know it or care to just remain heedless Allah turned their attention to the journey to the hereafter to paradise or hell and take sustenance with you for the journey verily the best sustenance is taqwa piety and righteousness Al-Baqarah chapter 2 verse 197 let me repeat this and take sustenance with you for the journey verily the best sustenance is taqwa piety and righteousness Al-Baqarah chapter 2 verse 197 on the day Buhaym al-Ajali set out with his companion for Hajj on the day Buhaym or Buhaym al-Ajali set out with his companion for Hajj he looked toward the endless desert awaiting them both and wept his chest soaking from the tears this is something said Buhaim that has made me understand the most certain journey I must one day take to Allah Hajj the journey of hearts the provider there is debate over whether someone who performs Hajj, hajj should be called a Hajj it is not something found in the Sunnah Rather, it has an interesting background in our cultural history. In antique days, when someone decided to perform the journey for Hajj, it was synonymous with bidding farewell to life on earth. This was due to the treacherous obstacles of traveling in the desert, trials such as sickness, starvation, and the struggles of the separate uh, situations. An entire village might gather to bid those people farewell. When someone would go through such a remarkable journey and return alive, they would dedicate their lives to the worship and obedience of Allah. Gone was the cheating or the lying or the missed salah. He was now a hajji. Today with the jumbo jets and ocean liners and Mercedes buses, the facilitation of performing hajj, has taken away the luster of the title Hajji. Some might complain that there are no queen-size mattress beds in Mina or that the air conditioning motor is a tad too loud. But dear brothers and sisters, who is it that provided us with all the blessing that we are living in? It is the same Allah that has tested, that has tested us here on the plains of Arafah. The slave of Allah can only truly understand the favor of Allah upon him when it is taken away. There is no blame upon you for seeking bounty from your Lord during Hajj, but when you depart from Arafat, remember Allah at Al-Mahshar's Al-Haram. At, sorry, Al-Mash'ar Al-Haram. And remember him as he has guided you for indeed you were before that among those astray alhamdulillah there is no blame 
upon you for seeking bounty from, from your Lord during Hajj or pilgrimage. But when you depart from Arafat, remember Allah at Al-Mash'ad Al-Haram and remember Him as He guided or as He has guided you. For indeed, you are before that among those astray. Alhamdulillah. Indeed, the greatest blessing that Allah has favored us with is Islam and it alone suffices as favor. Allah knows we are going to get dusty during Hajj. Allah knows it. So don't be surprised when that dust blows and instead turn to Allah and hit back with patience and a whisper of gratitude to Allah. Then let them end their untidiness, fulfill their vows and perform tawaf around the ancient house. Surah Al-Hajj chapter or verses 22 to 29. Ibn Al-Qayyim wrote a Qasida about this journey of the hearts. Here is only a glimpse of some of the Arabic verses. He says, my slaves have come to me for Hajj out of love for me. And I am merciful to them, bounteous and loving. Glad tidings, O participants of that stand on Arafah, a moment when Allah forgives all sins and showers His mercy. Abu Huraira narrates, I heard the Prophet say, whoever performs Hajj and does not commit any uh, rafath, obscenity, or fusuq, transgression, he returns free from sin as the day his mother bore him, al-Bukhari. Getting the heart in shape. Many years ago, as the Hujjaj swept the valley of Muzdaliva, many years ago, as the Hujjaj pilgrims swept through the valley of Muzdaliva, a man remarked out loud, My look at the number of Hujjaj pilgrims. The wise man replied, Nay, the passengers are many, but the Hujjaj are few. I once heard the story of a man who was blessed with the opportunity to join the caravan for Hajj regularly. However, his shortcoming was that he could never control his anger during the days of Hajj and would snap cursing others. Well, one person had an idea for him. His inspiration, instead of cursing Muslims during Hajj, write all your bad comments on a piece of paper, fold it, and then when you get mad at someone, just hand him the paper. On the top of the tiny envelope write, Do not open until after Hajj. The man agreed. As incident after incident assailed him, the man would simply smile, then frown and hand out the tiny envelopes to the provoking party. Everything was going smoothly until the day when he was walking to the Jamarat and someone stomped his toes. He lost all control, teeth gritting, he snarled and took out his briefcase of envelopes and dumped it on that poor guy's head. In Hajj or pilgrimage, I have seen people who snatch for patience and the reward of Allah during those trying moments like a man pan handles for gold. Like a man pan handles for gold. I asked myself what is different from them and those who spend their breath in criticism and argumentation. It finally dawned that it was not the body of Zayd or Amr that I was witnessing, but it was the hearts of Zayd and Amr.
Some people come to Hajj prepared financially. Others come with a prepared heart. That is, or that is what is essential. Whether the grindstone grinds us to dust or polishes us up depends on what we are made of. Whether the grindstone grinds us to dust or polishes us up depends on what are we made of. Now, how to get that heart in shape for Hajj? Firstly, attend lectures and workshops during or dealing with Hajj. Uh, as Hajj is one of the pillars that Islam is built on. When someone intends to perform this rite, it, it is a must upon them that they learn it very well. Rasulullah, the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu may the blessings and peace be upon him, said, Seeking knowledge is obligatory on every Muslim. Imam al-Bukhari writes in his Sahih chapter, Knowledge comes before statements and actions. He then quoted the verse of Allah, So know that there is no deity except Allah and ask forgiveness for your sin. Surah Muhammad, uh, chapter 47, verse 19. Secondly, establish salah and perform qiyam al-layl. When Rasulullah, the Messenger of Allah, may the blessing and peace be upon him, وسلم, was preparing his heart for the mission of conveying the deen, Allah ordered him to prepare using qiyam al-layl to stay vigilant in prayers during the night. Allah Ta'ala, Allah exalted as He says, O you who wraps himself, arise to pray the night except for a little. Surah Al-Muzammal, chapter 73, verses 1 and 2. A student once slipped over at Imam Ahmed's house, Rahim Allah, may the mercy be upon him. Imam Ahmed had left a vessel of water for him, and upon arriving at Fajr time, dawn uh, prayer, found, or dawn time, found the vessel still full of water. He was shocked and remarked, How can a person be a talibu ilm, student of Islam, who seeks knowledge and not stand for qiyam al-layl? basically standing in vigilant or standing vigilant during the night in prayers. Some said to Ibn Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, who are unable to wake up to perform Qiyam al-Layl. He told them, you are distancing yourselves from it by your sins. Thirdly, repentance to Allah and making a lot of dua. It was during the days of Tashriq when Jibreel, may peace be upon him, Angel Jibreel, may peace be upon him, came to Rasulullah, the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, may the blessing and peace be upon him, with the words of Allah, When the victory of Allah has come and the conquest, and you see the people entering into the religion of Allah in multitudes, then exalt him with the praise of your Lord, and ask forgiveness of him. Indeed, he is ever accepting of repentance. Surat An-Nasr, the chapter of victory. This was the culmination of 23 years of da'wah, presenting Islam to non-Muslim, jihad, and work. Here now was the farewell pilgrimage. What did it end with? Then exalt him with praise of your Lord, tasbih, and ask forgiveness of him. سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نستغفرك ونتوب إليك 
Glory be to you, O Allah, and may be praised, O Allah, forgive us. Alhamdulillah.